like your ass played in Mandarin. Decided to put that. Just a little joke here on the F World on CIVL Radio 101.7 FM in Abbotsford and now 90 testing and broadcasting on 92.3 FM in Chilliwack and across everything in CIVL.ca across the world. Walter, fun fact before we get into the reason why we're here. Did you know that the 92, uh, we were doing some testing and then 92.3 FM might actually reach. It went up to my mom drove up to the Fraser Canyon. Okay. Was hearing it. All through to like Hell's Gate, and then she switched things, and I've gotten it out to like Surrey. So that's a that's a pretty wide coverage. Yeah, for people who don't live here in the uh, the province of British Columbia, Canada, that's what a distance of uh, three four hundred clicks, maybe something about that. I'd say yeah. like closer, to probably like around two to three ish. Okay, is where I'd say let's say three hundred. We can yeah. Google Map it later, but yeah, uh, suffice it to say, it's a wide coverage. Yeah, as long as the day is clear and everything. Again, still testing, so who knows what happens when everything's all clear. But it's a strong frequency. Well, if anyone's hearing us uh, right now live, get in touch with us. Let us know where you're at, and we'll uh, try to measure how far away you are from Abbotsford. Yeah, just email us at, at thefworld.pod.gmail.com or message us on Twitter at the, at the same handle, thefworld.pod on Instagram. Oh, we decided to use the t- the song The King is Dead by The Herd. A very fitting thing for the qualifying <laughs> at the end of here. Yeah, I think that was a qualifying. yeah, that was a stroke of brilliance there on that introduction <laughs> introduction song. We were, you know, talking about it and because Carlos got his uh, second poll in a row, back-to-back polls after Monza, uh, smooth operator obviously would have been a good choice again as well. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, given how the mighty have fallen in Red Bull that we have um, well, could have fallen, but then well, have fallen so far. Yeah. We don't we don't know what's going to happen in the race. Uh, everything must change, and indeed it has changed. Because if we look back to last year, twenty twenty two Singapore, Just about the race winner there was none other than the street circuit king, Sergio Perez. And so, if you need any evidence of how quickly things can change in F one, there it is. The Red Bull has been dominant everywhere this year, and you and I often talk about how. Different cars suit different circuits, and saying that was another just amazing thing about this year's iteration of the Red Bull, that it seems to just be awesome everywhere, it certainly was not that today. Yeah. Yep. It's, it was uh, not awesome at all, and it didn't <laughs> look, it wasn't awesome in practice, and I I remember now going back to Monza where, some, and I, I, I have to try to find this interview, because someone had said... Uh, it was either Verstappen or Perez or uh, the team principal there. Why is his name eluding me? Christian Horner, thank you. Uh, saying that they expected to have a bit of trouble in Singapore. And I think that was the word they used. And I remember hearing that and thinking, yeah, come on. You guys are just you know, trying to manage expectations, keeping people tuned in because you don't want to say that we're going to go there and, and kick butt like we do everywhere else. But, it, you know, they look terrible in, in all the practices and in the qualifying. That car just, just had no grip. Yeah, it did not look like the Red Bull were used to. You're right. It, it, it looked like, it didn't even look like the Haas were used to. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, the Haas. Like, so let's let's uh, do we do you want to start from the bottom to the top? Is that where sure. the main story is, or do you want to go top to bottom again? Well, I don't know. No, no, not again. But uh, well, no, we did go. Uh, we did do bottom to top. Our last quality episode, which I think was Monza, just two weeks ago, we yeah. went. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was trying to think of an intro for that too with Singapore. It's like, will that work? But too many syllables in Singapore yeah. to really, uh, you know, whisper that. Yeah. I know. But yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go bottom top. Bottom top. Okay. 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 Uh, so this was what this is this 2023. It yes. is indeed yes, still 2023. No, no, I was looking at the, <laughs> I have two pages that are back to back of the 2022 Singapore qualifying times and then the 2023 and I had 2023 up. So we're good. I'm, uh, so I'm using a nice uh, split screen there. How's that? So eh? Your, your IBM computer is stronger <laughs> than this one, I guess. <laughs> All right. So bottom to the top. Back where he normally, as as always, or not surprised as always, but unsurprisingly, Lance Stroll at the bottom, knocked out in Q1 and P20. Yeah. He's in P20, and then he's still, like, you, Walter, you say it so great, binned it. Yeah, he, he, I, th- I think that's a that's a phrase a lot of the uh, UK announcers use or the European announcers use. Uh, he binned it. He binned it hard. He went into the wall quite hard. Uh, there was some concern, I think, uh, from some of the, I think it was the um, the world feed announcers, um, I think once we saw the onboard, you could see that as soon as he crashed, he was, you know, manipulating the steering wheel and trying to turn things off. So he was clearly fine, but uh, it was a big, big shunt. And, uh, you know, I really don't think he'll be back next year. I don't see how. I don't think he should be there this year. Like, I really think they need to bring someone in. Yeah. Like, bring in... Because uh, he needs to be his, scoring points. What's his, um, what's the, what's the guy's name? The guy who test drove during, uh, Bahrain? Um, I don't recall. Droganos, Droganos. They're the reserve driver. I don't. I yeah. yeah still yeah. don't. That like don't anyone. Almost. But anybody. Latifi. Yeah. Bring <laughs> in Latifi. It can't be worse. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like he's not Latifi in it. Oh, he's getting pretty close. But he's getting very. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Latifi was. Like, I feel somehow had the worst car, but somehow drove the worst car even worse. Whereas Fair. Lance, whereas Lance has a good car. Yep. Just drives it badly. Correct. But. I don't. I guess I don't know what the difference is. I'd like to see what Latifi would be would be like. They have. If he had, um, had, if he do they have the Mercedes had. engine in that Aston? Aston, yes. They have the Mercedes engine. Yes. Williams also has the Mercedes engine. Yes. Hmm. And I think put Sergeant McLaren in there. Has a. I would. You know. Maybe. <laughs> There's no way that could happen, but I would love to see that. Yeah, I don't know. Or at least like, let Sergeant somehow run it in practice. Just give him to put him in the green. Yeah. Short, Wouldn't that be awesome? One day. Anyways. Yeah, Stroll Stroll in P20 crashing out heavily in uh, in Q1. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Terrible for that team because they've invested so much money. They've got some great results. You know, their standing is fantastic and it would be better if there were two people in that team getting points. Yeah. I want to say one thing in perspective, though, in hindsight. So last year, 2022, Charles Leclerc takes pole position. He did, yep. With a 149.41. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't even get to the pole position yet uh, for 2023, but 2023, Lance Stroll gets, was racing at the bottom of like P20 with a 133.39. So he's about ten seconds. Well, they they almost. changed the track though. Oh, did how, right how this badly? year they about ten seconds. Oh, they well, drastically reprofiled the the circuit. Did I? Yeah, I the last uh, sector three 
They took out uh, a couple of turns, lengthened the straight. Uh, so the track is about 10 seconds quicker just because it's a different length. It's it's exactly three miles now, whereas it used to be more than, oh, so they shortened it. Oh, yeah, I see it. They took one, two, three. They took four corners yeah, out. Yeah, okay, yeah. They drastically they altered that circuit this year. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, so this is why that story, I was wanted to bring this up with you today to talk about it if, if it would have played a difference. I saw that uh, story about how some of the drivers, specifically led by Lewis uh, and and the Mercedes crew, wanted a, another DRS zone or mini DRS the, zone. Right. There. there was some talk of a fourth. Yes. Yeah. Just to make it a faster track. Mm-hmm. And apparently some teams weren't too happy. Like specific. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't I've heard Red Bull wasn't wasn't <clears throat> a part of it said no and a, f- a few others said no because that affects all of their philosophies so right i really, I, I, don't, I really don't know i didn't follow that storyline that closely but i do recall the headline saying that there was some talk of a, a fourth i think it would have been fourth yeah. dr drs zone for this year's iteration of singapore but you know and i was wondering too in the back of my mind is that why the red bulls are so far off where we might expect them was the difference in the circuit layout that drastic that they you know they have they have data on the old circuit maybe they put on put on like a too high a higher downforce pack i don't know i uh, i'm i really am looking forward to trying to find out what I'm, they attribute their difficulties to especially there, there were especially some if they don't do well in the race and we get to which tech I, Tuesday. I don't think they will yeah uh, i mean to get a tech tuesday on it and I'm I'm looking up the the news things just to see if there has been already something from over the last couple of days, like the day or so, saying this is what, um, wh- why they were saying. The yeah, problems. Um, there was some talk. I th- I heard some of the radio chatter between Verstappen and the pit pit wall, his engineer, uh, complaining of shifting problems again, which mm-hmm. has been a little bit of an ongoing. No, I wouldn't say ongoing, but do you remember at the start of the season? They yeah, had they some had, tra- transmission pr- issues, yeah, the, the some shifting issues. Yeah, the drive shafts and sh- shifting. Marion yeah. was the first one to to point out that so, that was a transmission and right. And, and this uh, time they were speci- they were referring more to problems with the upshift, and and so maybe that's part of it. But oh. I don't think it's going to be any single one thing. I have a feeling that there's maybe a multitude of issues there. Yeah. Speaking of Marionge, where is she? Shout out Marionge, Marionge, if you're listening. I'm sitting in your chair. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. You have to never <laughs> but it is it. clearly your chair. So anytime yeah. you're here on the F world with us, this is where you will sit. But I think uh, when so you're not, I'm going to take it. I like it. I, it's always nice to have someone in the in the red chair. So Better better sight lines yeah. to the person behind the board. Yep. Yeah. And I can move this thing a bit more over so I can look more directly at you. This this computer screen. Um, where, where were we? Last, so Stroll in 20. Stroll. Stroll 20, then above him P19, Zhou Guanyu, again, a 133 with a 133.2. So now that now that I know that it's been 10 seconds, it's been shaved off, I'm, my last comment isn't that cool. Yeah, <laughs> we, it's, cars, it's, it's, right. We can't really compare year on year in terms of time. Yeah. Next um, year, though, if they, if they say. If it. they keep it this way. And who knows? Maybe next year they'll add that fourth DRS zone <laughs> and that's going to change it again. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. So Zhou with a 133.2. Um, Kind of about where we expected uh, Alfa Romeo. So there we go. Yeah, nothing of note there for nothing me. No, yeah. Nope. Logan Sargent with Williams one thirty three point two five, only six thousandths off of Joe. 
again, yeah, of important there. Not really. I think it's just an example of something we talk about very often, where certain cars suit certain circuits. Here's an example where we've seen the Williams performing quite well recently over the last two races since the summer break, and now not. So I think that speaks to how different Singapore is. There are many uh, street circuits, of course, on the F1 calendar. There are many night races now on the F1 Mm -hmm. calendar, although Singapore was the first 15 years ago, or this is the 15th year. Um, For any new fans to Formula One who happen to be listening to us today, uh, I remember 15 years ago or... I guess, yeah, this is the 15th race, so it would have been 15 years ago when Singapore was announced, or it would have been, I guess, 16 or 17 years ago. They had some lead time, but when they announced it as a night race, it was just the most mind-blowing thing at the time. Like, wow, you're going to do this at night? And there were so many questions about, will it be bright enough? Will it be too bright? Like, how will it be safe? And I remember that first Singapore Grand Prix it was. It still is. It's amazing. The cars just looks. The Aston Martin when Stroll binned it. Yeah. That green looked so good. <laughs> you know the lights. It, yeah. So everything. I. I'm it's biased. an amazing race. I'm biased. I, I love uh, the the Mercedes black looks good. Mm-hmm. And there's some times where the Mercedes black does not look good in the daytime. Yeah. So well, and under these night. lights, they yeah they do such a good job with those lights. The drivers' helmets too, especially mm-hmm. I forget mm-hmm. whose it was. Maybe Sonoda. Someone had a lot of metallic in their helmet for yeah. Singapore this year, and Joe, it just looks amazing. Joe Grand used helmet for Singapore yeah. this year. It looks really great yeah. too. So Singapore, gorgeous. great track, and that was that was back when Bernie Ecclestone still yeah. owned F one two thousand eight. So that was pretty much him. Ooh, as I understand it. You know, fun. Okay, so I I was telling you off off record, but for fans, for the listeners, I have decided to rewatch two thousand eight uh, as an adult with more understanding and not just for funsies anymore. Like I'm actually going to really w- watch it. So Singapore first comes in in two thousand eight, uh, so I get to watch the first Singapore. Okay, Grand right, Prix. and that was Lewis Hamilton's so, first championship. First championship with McLaren. Yep, with McLaren last time. I think I think the last time McLaren's won a world championship. Uh, well, didn't, th- no, didn't Lewis win in 09 with McLaren? Did he? Maybe. I don't think he did. No, I, I don't recall. Honestly, I don't um, recall. I'll look it up. We'll, we'll look but up. I'm sure he won at least once more with McLaren, didn't he? He's oh. won more than one with McLaren. Maybe. I'll double check. Yeah. It. We'll find out. Um, so that was Logan Sargent, P18, P17, yep. Oscar Piastri. This is the one I think we're more wanting to talk about. Yeah, that, there's um, something notable there. Yeah, um, but just quickly before that, because, again, this is a... Uh, P16, Valtteri Bottas, that's an open and shut case. We don't need to talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. P16, Valtteri Bottas. But see, P17, back down a bit to Oscar Piastri with his McLaren with a 132.90. Was it because he got caught with the Yeah, he got Stroll? caught. Yeah, so when Stroll binned it, there was a red flag and not enough time to uh, restart the race or the qualifying session. So he didn't get a chance to really put in his last uh, hot lap. Mm-hmm. Piastri, mm-hmm. that is, or Stroll, for that matter. Stroll was on his last hot lap, and he was really pushing, and that's why he binned it. And uh, Piastri got caught up in that, couldn't do his final lap, and therefore was um, eliminated from qualifying. Yeah. And and there's pace in that McLaren again. We can see that clearly. And there's been pace in the McLaren, I guess, since the summer break. Um, again, I'm still not fully back to terms with McLaren. I'm not really... I mean, I'm happy for the team, of course, but I'm I'm still skeptical, and I still don't like Zach Brown. 
I sort of even like him less and less. I, I I'm st- and he's he seems to be, and I don't know if it's just the coverage, but he doesn't seem to be as um, in the public eye as much as he had been prior to the summer break. But I noticed that you know they talk about Andretti wanting to come into F1 with the American team. Oh. Haas already is an American team. Let's not forget that. But to me, it's almost like McLaren seems more American to me than it does British. Yeah. And I that mean, might be sacrilegious, and I could be absolutely wrong, but I get that sense. The way Zach Brown is leading that team with the sponsorship, um, I think if you broke it down, the majority of that sponsorship looks to be coming from U.S. sponsors. Heavily. And, and just, Dell, yeah. AMDs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. DeWalt. I noticed DeWalt, DeWalt tools there. are all their, uh, yeah. all the fans and uh, that they plug in now were DeWalt, and which DeWalt. was actually kind of cool, but I'm just like. Because they look like the power tools. Yeah. Like, that's who yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool, but at the same time, I'm like. Man, people are trying to keep out Andretti for various reasons, and I think one of it is because they don't want another U.S. team. Because they work so well. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, well, here's McLaren, and it honestly feels more American than British to me these days. But just yeah. an aside. Plus, plus, like, DeWalt tools, no one buys those because they're not very reliable these I, days. I don't. Or, I wouldn't say that on air. Yeah. I don't know enough to say know. that. I don't but. know either, but I just, <laughs> I, my friends in constructions are old Milwaukee and Nokia. Oh, uh, they would know then. Your Nokia friends are in construction. and um, Makita people, so I don't know. I just, I'm biased. I don't, I don't work construction with that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. McLaren's are weird. I don't, and they're very, so they're the, very spread out too again. Like they're they they have FE that the formula, right. formula E which apparently they're doing pretty decent but yeah, not like amazing. I, ha- I haven't been paying attention. Um, I don't. I think I think it's pretty much wrapped up anyways. Okay. Like I know the drivers' championship is decided already, so who knows with the constructor? Mm. Um, I know they have. I think McLaren has a Baja like a rally team. Yeah, they're. Like I think they're they're. they're and I, I said this at the now. start of the season this year that yeah they really are spreading themselves. Maybe too thin. I don't know. If they're getting results in the other series, fair, good on them. Ferrari was doing good with their uh, WEC World and Champion uh, World Speaking Endurance. Of, you got some new boots. I do. Yeah, I have. New uh, boots. I should uh, boot take a picture thing. and uh, tweet them out there. Maybe I have some uh, yeah. twenty-four hour of Le Mans footwear, which I got uh, on sale at a substantial discount. Oh, very nice. Where, where exactly? Uh, just online. Okay. Yeah. No, no shout to the website? I can't even remember. It's just, you know, an ad popped up in one of my streams. I'm like, hey, those look good. <laughs> Let's try this out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of the few times that those ads actually work out well. Um, then let's move up forward to, I think, the big talk of the town. Mm. Yuki Sonoda in yeah. P15 with a 131.99 in Q1 and a DNF in Q2. Yeah, what is ruled as because of how the he went to the pit and cl- chose. Not I was to wondering about that, that. because that's, I, I guess how the classification works. It, yeah, and and there's I think another talking point for us here this morning, at least this morning in Abbotsford. Um, he was impeded, or many people thought, but the people who matter, that is the stewards, didn't think he was impeded well, because he ultimately, um, or the impeder, the accused impeder. Um, was not charged. And that was, of course, Max Verstappen was uh, thought yes. or said to have impeded Zenoda. It looked like he did, but at oh. the end of the day, no penalties were handed out. And we're not even talking about the pit lane, uh, the pit lane problem of him just sitting there in yeah, the pit it lane was, and then J- GP decided to cover for him. It was, it was, yeah, when he was just uh, stopped at the green light at the end of the pit lane 
and then they sort of had enough radio chatter to make it sound like he may have had a mechanical issue, which would have then given him some reason to be stopped at the start of the pit lane in a green light. But it it was really clear to me that Max Verstappen is not used to not being Number one. in the lead. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he really looked like a fish out of water. <laughs> He's just like, you know? what's going on with Okay, this? the car had issues, and he was trying to drive a car with issues. Fair enough. But it also seemed as though he didn't really know how to act around traffic, well, around other cars. He was yeah. just really out of his element, it seemed. Yeah, the, the one that was like, there's so many cars in this traffic. Yeah. And it's like, because you, yeah, he, you, you caused the he traffic. Almost, <laughs> he almost looked like a rookie. You know, yeah. He's like, oh, there's this other side of F1 when you're not beating everybody by 20 seconds. Yeah. Right. Well, here, so I have that I found. This is courtesy of the fastest pit stop. They sent they sent this out to the chat. So I have the Singapore Grand Prix stewards uh, notice with okay. the press piece that looked out. Yeah. So says, the stewards have, re- have received a report from the racing director, have considered the following matter and determined the following. Number number slash driver, one, Max Verstappen, competitor, or Red Bull, uh, time, the 21. This is all, all the time, time so the more about that. Yeah. Fact, car one, Red Max, unnecessarily impeding car 22, betweens turn three and four at 21.57 of the racing time. Infringement, breach of article 37.5 of the Formula One sporting regulations. Decision. Reprimand for driving. This is the driver's second reprimand of the season. The competitor Oracle Red Bull Racing is fined five thousand euros. Okay. Uh, reason this. What the? What? what I had my phone wrong. Sorry. Reason the stewards heard from the for, heard from the driver of car number one, Max Verstappen, team representative, and reviewed positioning slash marshal marshaling system data, video, team radio, and in-car video evidence. Mm-hmm. Just prior to car twenty-two passing car number one, the driver number one saw the car behind approaching and moved to the left. However, quite late, as in. On the racing mm-hmm. line through the corner and mm-hmm. then out of the and then out of the corner. But okay, uh, the team admitted that there was poor communication on its part and that it did not advise and it and that it did not advise its driver until car twenty two was alongside. Sure, the stewards re- reviewed a number of impeding and alleged impeding incidents from from this current season and and consistent with previous decisions in relation to the severity of the breach, impose a penalty of a reprim- reprimand on the driver mm-hmm. and a fine on the competitor. Mm-hmm. I am interested in that because there is multiple. You, there are right. There is multiple impeding incidents. Incidents. Yeah. And most of them have been given penalties, as mm-hmm. in five second or dropping down. Yeah. So I'm interested to see where the whole. The only time there's been a reprimand has been how many times that is, and compared to the others. So that's some research for. Uh, Marianne. For Marianne, <laughs> or or for myself on, a, on another show. Uh, continuing on, it was noted that the represent rep, it was noted that the representative representative of Car Twenty Two chose not to attend the hearing. Competitors yeah. are reminded that they have they have the right to appeal certain decisions of the stewards in accordance to Article Fifteen of the FIA International Sporting Code and Chapter Four of the FIA Judicial and Disciplinary Rules within the applicable time limits. I just want to let's. This is where we want to go. Should we get on? Should yeah. I put on my tinfoil hat? Yes. <laughs> so this is this is the tinfoil hat time, okay? This is where like listeners we advise we are not in any way saying that this is what is happening. We are just saying what a weird coincidence, right? Uh the representative representative of Car twenty two, this is Yuki Tsunoda of Alpha Tauri, chose Red Bull's not, sister team, junior team. Junior team chose not to attend the hearing. <laughs> I, I'm interested to see I love it what the reasons for that are yeah a phone um, call from market from uh helmet yeah likely yeah yeah 
Uh, Marco, hey, you know what? We can't look bad. I already made us look bad. Please, bail, yeah, he's, bail, right. please bail, bail me out of this one now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, team orders. Uh, Formula One is a team sport within a single team. However, with the advent of junior teams, which is a, a relatively more modern advent, I would say. It wasn't, you know, back in the, I think in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, I don't think you had one owner with multiple teams, although some teams would have three cars, I believe. And they'd always be but, like partnered with other teams for a bit. You know uh, in, mean, in, like, in a sense, but, yeah. but now when you have Red Bull clearly owning yeah. two teams, that's, I think, new. And so then, then it becomes, is F1 a team sport in that way? And I don't know what the regulations really well, say. And like, I think it's a little bit, it's not supposed to be. They're supposed to be independent. Yeah. So in that in that case, should every works team or manufacturing team have their own sister team? So that way we have forty teams on the grid, <laughs> or forty cars, or forty cars yeah. on the grid. You know what I mean? Like, like that's how chaotic it gets. Um, we're not. I don't think we're arguing that Red Bull should lose AlphaTauri in no. any way. No, but no, we're not just at arguing, all. I think, but the, we're the, seeing perhaps the influence and, and perhaps a conflict of interest in that if Helmut Marco did pick up the phone. And right. it doesn't have to be Mel, but like, you know, everyone, anyone. Or somebody from, yeah. from Red Bull, the parent, and said to somebody at Alpha Tauri, hey, maybe, you know, that impeding thing you're worried about? Yeah, maybe let's just forget about that. It's kind of like when you get a speeding ticket <laughs> and you go and you decide to fight it because you think that's yeah, kind of wrong. And the if the officer doesn't, doesn't show up. Yeah, and then sometimes right. the officers were to show, like, hey, I have to give this to you. If you choose to fight it, I won't show up. Right. That's the borderline corruption that happens. But, like, you know what? <laughs> That's not the. It's kind of like that. Yeah. In in this case of. Yeah. So Max, kinda, no penalty, a little bit of a fine for the team. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Because if you look at the footage, it it did seem to be him impeding. Although I suppose it could be argued, where else could he have gone? Because that's a very narrow section of the circuit. Yeah, and I think that's really where I think that's going to the, going to be the main argument of like, well, what what's the argue? What's where where would you want me to pull pull over at that time? Exactly. And like at the end of the day, that does happen. But it's just I don't know. What a I just find it I still just find it a weird coincidence. Just just one of those like oh, for sister sure. teams, sister teams chose not to. How do you choose not to? The one that we saw before like another article that we saw before said that that at the FIA openly says that they didn't send Notice, but I can't find anything that yeah I that saw, wasn't from a, what I would say for me that was that was motorsport.com which is okay. a relatively reputable site yeah. and that article said that according to the reports they had heard uh, Alpha Towery was not invited to the stewards meeting yeah which to me that doesn't make any sense yeah it's, it's <laughs> the, I just feel like there's so much conflict that would be that that's real tinfoil hat yeah to me. yeah, yeah. I, I just think that at some point I think I think that like if, if if it is in case of owners of one owner group with two teams, mm. then they shouldn't they shouldn't be allowed to like I don't know to influence they they need to maintain yeah a higher level of independence yeah it has to be like across wh- teams right yeah whether so team be, orders within a single team but team orders across two actual teams owned by the same entity perhaps no yeah right. it should, like that should just be one of those like no like we're stepping in a bit more right. obviously case by case scenario and i guess and, honestly we don't know that anybody from red bull got on the phone and told yeah alpha Tauri not to go we don't know that but it it's it's reasonable to assume that yeah yeah i'm trying to find i found an uh 
the motorsport.com uh, article. This is Verstappen escapes impeding F1 penalties amid yeah, Alpha Tower. No that's show. the one I read. Yeah, yeah. And somewhere down there, um, fourth, fifth paragraph, maybe at, yeah. at the time, it unless they revised the, it. Yeah, it appears that the stewards did not formally invite yes. an Alpha Tower representative yeah. to the hearing as a per non as, as per, per as per normal procedure. Right, right, right. I don't. I mean, I've never. I've always heard that there's usually one representative mm. when it's. But it's a team versus, you know, when it's a penalty matter. But I don't know. I could be mistaken. Uh, 5000 I also just feel like a $5,000 fine just seems <laughs> like that's so small. When yeah, you fines fines aren't punishment. Fines just mean it's legal for a price. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Truly. Right? So moving on here, Civil Radio on Civil Radio 101.7 FM and 92.3. P14 is Alexander Albin with his mis- Williams Mercedes Walter and our heart broke despite the fact that that car looks really flashy with the new livery. Yeah, the Golf livery is a classic. Um, I'm I'm big fan of that livery mm-hmm. on any vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to keep it for a while now. And well, they had a that was a fan poll to choose that livery. They had a That's bit of a uh, elimination contest whereby they had I think four versions of a of a Golf livery. Maybe it was six. Maybe it was eight. Uh, eight seems like a lot. I think it must have been four. And fans could vote on which one they liked. They would pit, you know, livery A against livery B. Fans could vote which one they liked, and, and the winner would move on and then compete against another one. And what we saw on track uh, today in Singapore was the result of that fan voting. So that is, according to fans, or at least mm-hmm. fans who vote on the Williams page, the best golf livery of of the options they were presented, and I I think so. Yeah, it's, I don't remember all of them. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's it, it, the car looks good. Yeah, and the car has been well. fast after the break, and I think the car had some issues. Uh, Albon had some engine issues, I think, in FP three, if I'm not mistaken. But let's just say during practice, there were some engine issues there, or at least complaints of engine issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, P fourteen, not great. But encouraging for me as a Williams fan is that he's that's the best the car looked all weekend. It looked terrible in practice. Uh, so P14 in qualifying is not great. However, that's the best he's done all weekend. So maybe he'll continue to improve in the race. Maybe get up into the points. I would love to see uh, Williams with three consecutive points finishes. It'd be nice. Yeah. It would be nice, oh, yeah. especially for Alex. Yeah. And how well he's been driving with that thing. Uh, moving up P13, Sergio Checo Perez. Last year's race winner. Last year's race winner. The self-entitled, well, not so much self-entitled, the typically known as the street circuit king. Right. Not so looking No, he he didn't bin it, but he spun. Yeah. uh, In quali. Recovered well, but. Yeah. I mean, spinning in practice is kind of okay because you're looking for that edge. You're trying to push the envelope, but that's what practice is for. And then you shouldn't be spinning in, in quali. Let it be said, we are not drinking uh, our normal drink here on the F World today. We normally drink uh, the uh, Red Bull. However, given that Red Bull did so poorly, we went a different direction today. We went monster. Yeah. This Nevertheless. Um, yeah, Perez. I'd Perez. Yeah. I mean, the Red Bull wasn't looking good. Fair enough. But uh, Verstappen still outqualified Perez. Perez, I think, still underachieving. Uh, if it's a mental issue, it's a physical issue. It's just him not relating to that car, to that team. And again, we referred to the uh, the comments of Helmut Marco uh, regarding Perez and and uh, making mm-hmm. some attributions to Perez's work ethic based on his ethnicity. 
And he's yeah. been getting, a, I think he got an official reprimand from he did, he, he did FIA. A, he did get a reprimand. Nothing really. Was it from FIA? FIA? I know also yeah. Red Bull the, the, Racing everyone, or someone at Red Bull every, also. Sent I mean, the, yeah, you have to. And yeah, he's issued an apology. Fair enough. But I, I'm not sure. So he's in. So that's one of the things I always get. In, in these cases, it's not just about Checo, but just in these cases themselves. When the player comes in or whoever comes in and says, like, oh, you know, this. Yeah, we talked and all this, blah, 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 blah. As someone who's had it said to me a lot, too, mm-hmm. it's really hard to be the vocalist of, like, no, this is not okay. When you're in a position of you're the employee, you're this person's the one that's kind of run, running your race day, your kind of performance has has a history of being affected by this by this someone, and, you, like, you, it's still your job. You have to get along with your coworkers, so you're always in a point to say, yeah, I'm okay with it. We've had just the comment. We've had a talk. It's a highlight Marco saying, and he he said it in his way. I understand how he meant it. Mm. How many times I've said that about someone? Sure. Of like, yeah. Well, it's, it's, what it's else a can you racist say? Thing, but it's about my skin color. But like, yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's my point. Is that is that what else can Checo really say sure. in the position he's in? Yeah, he's not in the position where Lewis is. He's not in the position where a bunch Max of is Max. <laughs> For instance, but were a lot of the drivers, but even Max defends a helmet for it, and and some Max defended helmet to a point of just like yeah, it's just having like helmet says things that he's not like that's not how you say it, and and all oh, like that. And but you have like in and even Sebastian Vettel, where he his comments were just like that's just not right. Mm. You're not they're not in the same position as say Checo is, where if he if he were to call that out and say this is an injustice on him. There's a potential more of a, of a backlash. I'm not saying it would happen, right? But you're just not. He's just it, not in the same position to be able to. Yeah, he's he's in a that. bit of a lose lose situation because yeah. if he uh, doesn't accept the apology, then as you say, that that could bring on some other repercussions. And if he does accept the apology, well, you know that clears the air, quote unquote. That moves things forward, sure enough. But it doesn't erase what happened. Yeah, like how, what I don't like is like. Obviously, you can't change Checo's answer, and I think Checo's answer is like what you have to he what you have to do. So, if if I was in his position, I'd say the same thing. Yeah. If anyone, I'm sure if Lewis was in his position, he'd probably say something similar. But maybe, but who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And Lewis probably, honestly, knowing him, would have probably been a bit, bit more harder. But that's just Lewis being Lewis. But I'm just saying, like, what I would have wanted to see is a bigger fine for breaching co- ethic, like sure ethical yeah. codes on Red Bull. I and concur. on and on helmet, yep. That he has to pay helmet not allowed to be on the race. Oh, and or or I think it should be a part of it. Should not be allowed to be on a race ban, maybe. Yeah, on yeah. A, for for the weekend. Not maybe not the full weekend, but at oh, least for qualifying. Sure. Yeah, maybe at least for qualifying or or the race day. Yep. And I think this shouldn't just be for helmet. It should this should just be the rules. What happens? I like that. We see that in baseball, right? When uh, a manager gets thrown out of the game, they're out of the game. They can't be on yeah. the bench. They can't be uh, coaching. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's I like that. And just that's overall, and overall, I just think there this could have been strictly handled a lot better. Yeah, or more. Not yeah, not, not to not, say it's handled poorly, but yeah. handled differently with more teeth. Yeah, and not so it. performative in a way. Yeah. I felt or yeah. just kind of like ah, okay, agreed. I, I think when we saw that helmet was going to this was coming up, or there were some questions about this, my first reaction was like, well, what he's going to pay two two thousand euros on his. 20 plus million salary. Right. Okay. Right. Like at some point, 22,000 euros is $10. Again, it's not a fine. People, that's right? legal for a price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I would have loved to have seen more. 
I think we all would have loved to have seen more. Sure. But we're not too surprised that we didn't see. We saw what we saw. Correct. I I hope that Perez can, uh, and we hear this a lot, I think, in sport, uh, do his talking on the track or, you know, on the diamond or on the court or whatever sport it may be. Uh, for Perez, of course, it's the track. I hope he can do his tra- talking on the track. Wouldn't it be great for him to, I don't think he's going to win the race, but maybe to, on, on merit, beat Verstappen, you know? Yeah on merit again i don't think that's going to happen but you know i'd love to see that um and uh, (laughs) so this is a little bit petty but i'll mention it nevertheless Uh, if you recall weber's uh time where he was feuding sort of internally at red bull and red bull had taken a wing off of his car and put it on vettel's car do you remember that yeah yeah yeah. and and and, not like not like too much this was still kind of Around the same time i'm actually learning how to read the news of it but i remember weber then won that race and his comment on the radio after winning the race was not bad for a number two driver, eh? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm. It won't happen, and it would be petty anyway. But I would, I, I'm hoping uh, that Checo beats Max, finishes ahead of Max, and then says on the radio, "Not bad for a Mexican driver, eh?" Yeah. <laughs> Which even like, but that would be petty, and I don't really think that should happen. But that's that's where my petty little mind goes and even just like like the fact that he says south america I don't, is mexico i think it's central america is the technical term right I, well it depends who you ask it, it's a part of the north american free trade agreement so yeah. in that sense some people say it's north america yeah exactly so <laughs> south american is still wrong like about like he, you know what i mean like that's that's what that's what makes that comment even worse to me is that it's not like i don't know it's just like dog you're wrong in so many yeah. ways. Yeah, not I, cool. Um, so, pro- as you say, nothing's going. Nothing further will come of it. But nevertheless, uh, it happened. And I hope Checo. I hope he really uses that to inspire him further because he needs. Uh, he's not himself. I've said that for. He's not himself like I know him. But from what I know of his performance, what I've seen in his racing career. Uh, he doesn't seem like himself, so I hope he can use this to fuel himself rather than having it maybe affect him even more negatively than he seems to be already affected. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So moving on, we have our boy Pierre Gasly. Well, not really our boy, I guess, but Pierre Gasly, yeah, the Alpine, the first of the Alpines. Uh, what time? Last of the Alpines, but um, P twelve with one thirty two point two seven for. Uh, pretty Pierre Gasly performance. I don't think yeah, that's too I mean, amazing. It's Alpine. It's about where they're going to always kind of be between the... Yeah, I mean, Ocon, obviously, we'll get to him. He got more out of the car, but um, I think it really speaks to how different Singapore is, and I don't know what it is about Singapore. Is it the heat? Is it the humidity? Is it both? Is it the track surface? Is it the time Especially of day? Year. Is the jet lag? Like, there's just something about Singapore. It really turns things on on their head. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fun. It's I think it's one of my favorite ones. I think it's a very under, well, underappreciated sure. one. It's it's been on the calendar now yeah. for fifteen years. I think they extended through until they have another long term extension. So looking forward to fun. more and more Singapore. Another thing I realized about Singapore, it's yep. also I think one where Paris has that miraculous vi- victory. I think it's like 2019, 2020. Okay, with the Roman Grosjean um, car crash. That was okay. Singapore, and, okay. and Checo came back from the last place to win it. Okay, I think it's also a place where he's had two team crashes. 
is he he drove into Esteban Ocon when they were at, I think it was still either Racing Point or Force Oh, they used India. to hit each other a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he like completely took out Ocon in this one. Yeah. This was one of his, uh, him and Ocon's team battles okay. in Singapore too. So. And speaking of one. 2008, you yeah. said you're rewatching 2008, 2008 season. So. That's Singapore is home of the infamous crash gate <laughs> whereby I think it was still Renault. Yeah, Renault. At that time crashed deliberately and that was Bruno Senna the nephew of Ayrton Senna was told to crash deliberately no it was Nelson Piquet oh was it Nelson Piquet sorry the son of Nelson Piquet yeah right (laughs) Nelson Nelson Piquet Piquet Jr. Jr. yes 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 which by the way I don't think we really lost anything with Nelson Piquet Jr. yeah (laughs) we were watching 2000 watching it and I'm like oh this guy is right uh, yeah he was in on his name (laughs) for sure yeah Uh, crashed deliberately to assist his teammate Fernando Alonso to get to P to finish P3 I think yeah to bring out a safety car to improve his chances in that race which it did yeah Uh, later it came out that that was deliberate and, and and that's why Massa as uh, is now suing because Massa couldn't finish in the points, I think, right? Yeah, there, that affected his championship. Yeah. Had Crashgate not happened, he would have been there, able to get. But him, but nobody yeah. knows. That's the thing. You can say yes based on the the way the cookie crumbled that season when that event happened. Yes, but you don't know if that hadn't happened how the rest of the season would have played out. Yeah, so fair enough. Like, like I love that, Massa, like, but I don't I don't see merit in his lawsuit. Yeah. I don't know. I think that like the can of worms that that lawsuit is going to open up, sure, will be. Oh yeah, then kind you of, go, kind of you start, you start going back and you look at every result in yeah. all, all sports, and it's just like nah. Yeah, it's well, even you just think of twenty twenty one alone, right? <laughs> oh sure, like yeah. amongst everything. But yeah, so, yeah. We're kind of going exactly. off, uh, kind of going off top. Yeah, we Renault are. And Alpine, but it's still Renault and Alpine. But it's Pierre Gasly. Yep. So, but, well, I guess not really because Renault Singapore. Yeah, it works out. Uh, sure. Moving on, though, here is we have Max Verstappen and P11. So, fun fact, this is the fact I want to say. This is the first time Red Bull has not had one car get through Q2 yep. or a, one car in a Q3 appearance in five years. Yeah, I think I'd heard that stat. And, uh, I think again, one of the things I love about F1, it is a team sport. It is based on excellence. And I think that speaks to F uh, Red Bull's you know excellence in F1. They are a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. They operate effectively as a team at all levels. And um, they weren't today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But historically, traditionally, they do, as you say by that stat. Yes. However, I will say, listeners, I found some uh, little Singapore Grand Prix radio. Okay. Um, This is right. This is apparently after the Grand Prix. Is this the shocking experience quote? Yeah. So Max might be a little heated. So listener discussion is advised. There might be some harsh language. It should be bleeped, Uh, no? Yeah, it should be. Usually it is. But just in case, I thought we would. Slow button on, please, Max. Slow button. I don't know if you saw that, but that was a fucking shocking, absolutely shocking experience. Sorry, sorry, listeners. I I honestly thought it would be bleeped, but the uh, of course the Formula One world feed was um, yeah. that one. Not I so much. Not sure. Yeah. Not sure if it was or but not. I I was looking at my laptop, so I don't know what happened. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so again, listeners. Uh, but at the same time, that's the. It's the reaction. Yeah, he's certainly, as I alluded to earlier, he's not used to not being uh, number one. And um, when you're not used to be, when you are used to being number one all the time, uh, it can be difficult to know how to handle it when you're not. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially because uh, to me that that indicates that they don't know what the issue is. Yeah. Right. 
because if they knew what the issue is, he'd just say, oh, yeah, that, that darn Car. transmission still, we didn't get it, but we can fix it overnight. But uh, it really seems to me, based on everything I've heard from the radio and from the commentators and all the interviews, they don't know what it is. Uh, as I say that now, they, you know, this is, what, three hours after Quali, four hours after Quali. Maybe they finally figured it out, but I haven't seen the news yet. But it, it really seems that they're at a loss. I'm checking the news. And, and what is it? Yeah. What is it about Singapore that is not suiting that car? Yeah. That's the real question. And like I'm checking the news. I'm refreshing it. You can every now and then you can hear the clicks. I'm refreshing a lot to see if there is an update on that for to to break so we can have a breaking news read if we need need to, but nothing <laughs> nothing so far. Right, yeah. But I do have the drivers react after a Singapore video if you want to listen. So this could be a blind listen to of his actual post uh, Singapore uh, interview okay. with Max Verstappen. In FP3 I think it was already a little bit better. I think we were heading in the right direction actually, but then we changed a few more things thinking that we could do it in the setup, it would allow us, but it ended up being, uh, I think, too aggressive where I was just sliding around a lot in every corner. Lost a lot of front grip as well. Every time in the big braking zones, I was bottoming out a lot, so that was then unloading the front tires. Um, so then I couldn't really hit the brakes like I wanted to. I basically had to do like a really gentle approach, otherwise the car would go down too much. And, you know, you know that doesn't work on the street circuit. So, yeah, it was uh, really, really difficult. I think you're, you've got to see the stewards for a couple of impeding process as well, so you get a bit busy off race. But what can you achieve tomorrow? Because the race pace from what we saw yesterday was pretty good. I don't think we will be able to do much. I mean, around here, um, it will most likely be a one-stop if you know nothing crazy happens. Passing, you need to be a lot faster, and I don't think we are. You know, so yeah, very, uh, <laughs> very shocking experience. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some positives, some negatives. Yeah, That's, he broke out uh, that line again. I wonder yeah. if he's trademarked that or. Well, uh, I think I I think you hit on something right there. We're j just not used to it this year, at least, right? right? You yeah. think like there's always been something that happens with that. Red or Bull maybe car. he's dropping hints. Maybe it's an electrical uh, problem. Oh, maybe. Oh my gosh, <laughs> shocking experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what a what a weird. Yeah. So that's those are the, that's the driver. That's uh, Max Verstappen reactions there, courtesy of F1's uh, Formula One's YouTube channel. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know, I don't know where to go with that. It's just not what we're used to. Yeah, I mean, uh, Verstappen has won from further back, Definitely. and so has Perez. But I thought what he said was interesting about, no, I don't think so. One stop at the be for the best strategy. Right. But the thing, what he's saying, slipping around, it's not the what, whatever's happened with that track, especially with the resurfacing, blah 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 blah, and what and their setup changes that they did. He's not able to drive the car that he wants to, which we know that he has style doesn't always necessarily fit. Um, speed like street circuits because of how the braking zones work and and the apexes, but he's that's never usually been a big problem. But I don't, I mean, interesting. I, I thought what he said about traffic was going to be was too. Cause well, that that's a, I think that's my point. Uh, Singapore, like a lot, you always hear this about so many circuits. It's difficult to overtake, and I think Singapore is difficult to overtake because it it is a street circuit. It's quite narrow, um, and I don't know if the changes they made were to help overtaking. And I think that it. I think that was maybe one of the reasons why they implemented the changes to the circuit layout this year. But still, uh, it's not easy to overtake at Singapore. I don't see Red Bull winning this race. And a lot of people might be happy about that. I am more or less indifferent, but from an F1 fan standpoint, and again, I've watched every single race since 2004, um, I kind of wanted them to win every race this season because it's never been done. And yeah. I wanted to see something new, a new record. 
Slowly but surely, you and Marianne were winning me over to that side. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. It would have been one of those scenes, but if it yeah. happened, I would have been that. This to say it. that you saw it happen, right? Like, yeah. I remember that 2023 not only, season. Not only do I remember it because it happened, I remember it because it was, a, it was an amazing year to start a show on. Right, right, right. So who knows? You never know with a safety car. Yeah, crash. I mean, it could. Like at Singapore. As, and I, as I whispered as over top of that. Uh, yeah. Crash gate. Crash gate. If, if Perez crashes... And it helps Max. People are just going to go nuts with yeah, this theory. If Max wins because of a Paris crash, this yeah. is this is uh, <laughs> this is going to be a nuts scene. All right, so let's round up the bot. Let's round it up to. Typically, we would take a break now, but we're going to finish up with the last one. Which all is, right, power uh, through, power through uh, to this P10. The one I think that I'm most happy about out of them all, P10. Liam Lawson with an alpha with an alpha Tauri yep. gets into Q2, Q3. Sorry, and finishes up with a 132.269. Um, yeah. Yeah, he um, pushed Verstappen out. Yeah, he did. So, he finished Q2 to knock Verstappen out. Right, by the seven one-thousandths, I think uh, it was? No, he, so Verstappen was a 132.173. Mm-hmm. Lawson was a 132.166. Yeah, that's seven-thousandths. Okay, yeah. then yeah, you're right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm wrong, guys. You were 100% right. Point, point zero zero seven of yeah. a second. Point zero zero seven of yeah, a second. Yeah, that's... That's nuts. I can't. You can't even snap your fingers that fast. No, you that can't. Fast, I, right? I used to know how fast the human eye blinks, but the, you know that's often a metric. But I'm sure that's faster than the blink yeah. of an eye. That's like um, a in an Alpha Tauri. Um, in his what third race, fourth race? I don't know. I third so. race? I think, I think it was fourth his third. race. I think it's only his third. third race. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy. Danny had like two, and then no, he only had the one, didn't he? Danny Rick had Danny two. Rick had two, and then so yeah, maybe his, I think it was his third. Okay, it might even be. I don't think it's the second. I think it's third. Yeah. So Nick DeVries used to drive that car. Yeah. Uh, the me. I don't know if you saw this meme. A friend shared it with me. You probably saw it. I, I meant to share it with you. Alpha Tauri has had more drivers this season than points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess so you hadn't seen it. I'll send no, it to you. So but mean. it's true. Alpha Tauri has had more drivers this season in four drivers yeah. than they have points. They have three. Yeah. So Lawson all, comes in. All done by Yuki Sonoda. Uh, Danny Rick didn't get a point. No, no. He outqualified Sonoda. Yep. Maybe it was qualified it. once, mm. but Yuki Sonoda is the only one that got. So the point. Lawson comes in and makes uh, Devries look bad. I I have to say makes Danny Rick look bad as well. Uh, in my yeah, opinion. F- yeah. Finishes yeah. around. Fin- finishes his qualify. First qualifying <laughs> was about where Danny Danny was. Fair. His race, he finished ahead of him. Fair. Both races he's been in so far, he's finished ahead of both of them. Okay. And now he's out. He's out qualified both Danny and both Danny Rick and Nick DeVries. Yeah. Well, completely. There, there are a lot of questions about where Danny Rick fits. Like they, Red Bull obviously had a plan, and so did Danny Rick. Uh, but I think that plan is maybe Kaput. in jeopardy. Yeah. 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 I think he stays. I think he stays Red Bull. I think he stays as the reserve driver for maybe another season. I don't think he's. I don't think if Sonoda and Lawson continue to be where they are now, driving where they are. I mean, yeah. I don't really see them going into Checo's spot. I, I I've heard some rumors. Yeah, but of I, but Sonoda so, getting the second seat at the main at the main. Yeah, team. but excuse me. So so Checo was slotted until twenty twenty five. Yeah. So that's his, when it's but he has there's this there's a few clauses in his contract. I think if if the spread between him, Checo that is, and Verstappen is more than 125 points, 
I think that gives Red Bull some a chance out. to avoid it. Yeah. Avoid it. Yeah. yeah. So it really just depends on how Checo finishes this season. Mm. I I could see if he has a season like this next in twenty four, they will probably avoid it as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still going to say yeah, Sonoda's an obvious choice. But honestly, Lawson's I... like gives up a championship. He's proving himself well right, and right. all the other stuff. Team player doing and but not just not just team player, but driving well in the other Formula Championships that he was in. Yep. Showing that he's getting he's showing that he's handling this car really fast. He's getting a handle for it fast. And again, he was been right before he was doing this, he was in super formula, so he's used to these high high level pressured uh G forces compared to say DeVries and Logan Sargent were coming in from F B two. From F two. F two, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? I think it's I think it's just it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely uh, creates another interesting storyline for this season and for F one. And it shows that the Alpha Towery maybe is not as bad as we thought. I don't know. Um, he's he's is he Alonzoing that car? That's I think that's I think that's where I stand on. Maybe it. Yeah, he might be. Say. High praise indeed. We are back as the station ID just last said. Civil Radio one one point seven FM in Abbotsford, ninety two point three FM in Chilliwack, and pretty much all of the Fraser Valley on the test so there we go and civil.ca worldwide where a lot of our listeners specifically the homie in belgium as always <laughs> can listen to and yes if you want to get in contact with us and call in it is 604-851-36307 that's 604-851-6307 so if you're a racing fan in the, in the british columbia area potentially call in ring those phones ring those phones um i'm excited for that so Oh, where are we? Finish up P10. Finish up the qualifying. Uh, finish, sorry. Finish. Just talked about. We're P10. moving into the single digits. Moving into the points. <laughs> there we go. That's a good way. Thank well, you. We're for in that the one. points because they do get, they do get a point for tenth. But we're into the single digits now with nine. Yes. All right. P9. So P9. Nico Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg, <laughs> as Danny Rick likes to pronounce it. In the Haas Ferrari, soon to be next year, the Haas. Alpha Romeo Ferrari. I don't know how that's going to work, but that's going to be. Inter- I honestly think that's going to be an interesting team combo that's not talked about a lot i think that uh because alpha Romeo becomes a, a sauber yeah, so, but next year yeah no longer alpha romeo sauber sauber no, th- the current alpha team yeah botas and joe yeah don't they just become sauber next become year sauber yeah and i think audi starts to come in uh, i don't think the name is going to be no, Audi though no yeah audi comes but in we're talking about haas what happens to haas next year they stay Alpha, Haas. You know, but yes, but that's what I'm saying is that Alfa Romeo is b- now a financial backer of Haas. of Haas. Oh, interesting. So will they be Alfa Romeo Haas, Haas Alfa Romeo, which is what I think is most likely going to be the, the Yeah, I, I think. But just that team dynamic, mm. who knows what happens? Because and, historically, the first three Formula World Champions, actually, first two, two out of the first three are Alfa, Alfa. Romeo. Sure. They, yeah, yeah Alfa, Alfa, the name Alfa that's Romeo uh, has a, a long lineage in f1 a long heritage yeah and uh haas has updates coming for austin at the yeah. circuit of americas this year so yeah. interesting to see a i think admittedly lower ranked certainly lower budgeted team uh developing the car that late into the season um and we see here in singapore they had some performance singapore they had some good performance two car both cars in mm-hmm. in q3 mm-hmm and it's going to be interesting to see what the updates do for them in Austin then. Yeah, and speaking of that Q3, so Nico Hulkenberg, P9, with a 131.808. Great, 
great. Uh, also, the financial, uh, funny enough, the numbers for a great sound mixing system. 808. 808 also, Heartbreaks. a Kanye album. 808 and Heartbreaks. Great synthesizing. Anyways, yeah, to, to kind of jump on that. Um, yeah, you know, like interesting to see them develop. I am, I because I thought that they weren't going to, they weren't going to develop anymore. Cause well, it's just so much. They like, said they're bringing upgrades to uh, yeah. to Austin. So I mean, interesting, and also unless I, they had them done three months ago, but didn't <laughs> put them on the car. I don't know, but yeah, they're bringing upgrades to Austin. That's what I've heard. Um, also, I I think I heard that they're looking just to keep the same driver lineup for a minute. Uh, well, we had Zhou Guangyu. Um, his contract was announced recently. Yeah, he's uh, staying at, with Alpha. Yeah, with he's staying at Alpha. But for the Haas that, drivers, I hadn't heard, but I think I think you're right. Yeah, but, uh, but what we mean by Alpha, though, is that he's also staying with Sauber specifically. Yeah, he's staying where he is this yeah. year. Yeah, he's no, yeah. no, that with seat that team, remains so. the same. Yeah. yeah, so he won't be going to Alpha when they move. Um, so for Haas, I, I think I think they're also staying the same. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why they would would change. They're, well, they're like, not going to bring back Mick. No, and like Hulkenberg's doing well. Yep. So you're consistent with qualifying and, and, at least, changing and, things up. Yep, and his teammate seems to be finding a bit more form again. Yeah, as we'll get to him in a few places. We'll get to him in a few places, but yeah, Hulkenberg putting you know nice to see, nice to see the Haas in there, and Hulkenberg not using that chance that he got to really show what he can do. Again, kind of Alonso in it, you would think. Yeah, you know, yeah, putting, putting uh, both of them in this case, putting the Haas where we normally wouldn't think a Haas to be. Um, P8 Esteban Ocon with the Alpine, like we so mentioned before, mm. Pierre Gasly. So comes in with P8. Uh, Esteban Zoe comes in at P8 with a 131.673. Um, a few brushes with the wall. It looked yeah. like he was really pushing it out there. Um, yeah. as we alluded to before, has had a few inc- instances in the walls in Singapore. Mm hmm. That's right. Mainly because of his teammates. But. Yes, yes. This this time was self-induced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not teammate-induced when uh, he was racing with per- uh, with um yeah, Perez. Yeah. That's true. Um yeah, I mean Alpine uh, they don't they ha- haven't been doing much for me personally this year. Yeah. I I haven't been really that interested in in the rise or fall of Alpine. Um I don't know why that is per se. They've had a big turnover in their management personnel. Um, I did have high hopes for them at the start of the season. And really uh, after Baku, that's when they had a lot of engine problems yep. after that, those thermal. Yeah, there just the seems to be too to much flawed. underachievement, turmoil. Uh, I, I just hope they get their house in order and yeah. um, bring something to the track. Uh, well, this year if they can, but I doubt it. So maybe next year. But yeah, and <laughs> isn't I mean, that always the way with teams? Maybe next year. Yeah, and I mean, there is hopes for it. You look at like the first race that they cleaned up shop and mm-hmm. are starting to do the spring cleaning of, of that team. They get a podium with Pierre Gasly, I think it was too. Yeah, no, it was. So yeah, I think there's still, I think again, hopes for it, but this is, I think this season turned, turned into be a like, let's clean the chicken roost out and really, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're P six and the constructors. Um, I don't think they can challenge for P five. Uh, I don't think Williams will threaten them for P six. So I think they're safe in their P six, but you know, really, is any team, especially a team as uh, historic, honestly, and as well-funded as Alpine or Renault, um, are they in F1 to be in P6? No, of course not. So I'm sure nobody at that team is going to be satisfied with those results. Podium aside, that was a great result. But I think even the fact that we talk about that podium being a great result shows how underachieving they are. Because I think at the start of the season, if anyone were to say late into the season, people will be cheering for that one single podium— 
that people would say, well, that's not good. Yeah, that's yeah. not where you want to be. Right. Right. Uh, obviously for any team. Uh, the moving on about P7, uh, Fernando Alonso himself there with Aston Martin. Uh, pretty Probably pretty typical to where you would expect an Aston Martin to be just based off a of car performance since some of their upgrades kind of didn't work out, even when they have like a bad time. But like, like you said, boy, it did look the best. Oh, yeah. These lights. Yeah, that, that green really popped, as yeah. the kids say. Um, the car looked great aesthetically, looked okay from a racing car perspective. Uh, you know, Alonso was Alonzoing it, I think, to some extent. Stroll obviously had his problems with it. Um, and Aston Martin, of course, you know, now fourth in the constructors yeah. behind Ferrari with a tight race there. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to challenge Mercedes, possibly in the constructors I'm talking about overall at the season. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really, not that I'm a Ferrari hater, but I really want to see Aston Martin uh, outperform Ferrari in the constructors championship. And they would be. They would be if mm-hmm. Lance Stroll could score just five half points. of the points his yeah. teammate did. Yeah. Or a tenth. I mean, if yeah, anything, if he could contribute. There's a season where we're like 93% of the points. Came from Fred. Fernando. Fernando, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, it's just a heartbreak to me. Here's, here's the sad thing, though. Yeah. If Ferrari does not finish the big three, right. Charles Leclerc has a, a clause he that he out. can leave out right. and go to, I think, another Ferrari where affiliated would he go? team. I think I think you go to World Endurance. I think that's oh, like, like change series. Mm, yeah, interesting. That's where you would see that could be the return of Italian Jesus Antonio Giovinazzi. Oh yeah, he was at Singapore. He's yeah, he's, yeah. he's been out there yeah. a uh, lot of races. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. and him and Charles yeah, have a good relationship. They, yeah, I don't know. I'd be yeah. surprised if he came back to. F1. Apparently, uh, Arthur Leclerc, um, Charles's brother, mm-hmm. is also interested in a. In I've heard that WEC. Yeah. So could you maybe imagine? Charles just goes full time music? Yeah. I was I was listening to some of the summer uh, episodes of the F World where I was away, and and you and Marianne were doing some pretty deep dives into the music of uh, <laughs> Charles, Charles Leclerc. Leclerc. Was that the one? Did we go through? Like, I think you listened to all three. All three, and, it's we're, a, you, and we're coordinating the the wins and losses you, of you, each track. You you played yes, you played yeah, the album it in its entirety. <laughs> what a what a great time! <laughs> hey, whatever gives the whatever gives the boy. Um, some credit some solace yeah Yeah. great great songs well he was the pole sitter last year and i think he Mm -hmm. i think he's had two if not three poles in a row at singapore so last year for sure Mm -hmm. and i think he was also 2021 and then 2020 it's fuzzy because of covid and i wasn't paying attention i I didn't have covid i'm still covid free since 93 but uh that's a bit of a how i met your mother yeah shout out yeah respect that uh thank you by the way um, no, no, uh, but I think he's had two in a row, maybe even three. Uh, the charge by Charles, and that's a Charles in charge reference, which is an old school happy days, real old school, deep, deep, deep reference there. But the the charge by Charles for the poll this year was uh, was uh, not enough, and it was in fact defeated by the hustle from Russell uh, to break up the Ferrari one two. Yeah, um, I think that monster is kicking in now. Yeah, 2021. Singapore is not in 2021 because that's the weird, the crazy. Oh, year. maybe there was no. There was no Singapore in 2021. I'm just oh, out. Okay. There was no Singapore in 2020. Oh, goodness. Because of, uh, again, this is the COVID stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Certain ones could do it. So, yeah, Charles Leclerc takes pull in Singapore in 2022. Yes. That, uh, that I knew. He took it in 2019. Okay, so, it's, so he had three in a row. 19? 19 and 2022 because there wasn't oh, okay. in 2020. Oh, well, How about 18? Can we go back to 18? I'm. I'm Double checking eighteen you, as well. 
Lewis in, uh, in 18. So, but so he was going way, for his third this year. Seemed as though he had a car that could do it. His do teammate it. did. Definitely. His teammate was the only one uh, in the 130s, I should add. Yeah. So and, we're and, talking a lot about Charles here, but we should, I guess, be talking about um, Alonzo. How did we get off? Uh, how did we get so far I ahead? I don't know. I don't know how we did that. Sorry, man. Um, so, yeah. Um, like I said, I think my monster is kicking in. in. There was a reason why. Oh, no, we were talking about pole setters and that. Mm. Uh, anyway, so yeah, jumping ahead, too far ahead. So, yeah, I think that's the end of the day with uh, with Aston Martin. Yep. There. No, not, nothing else we can say. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happens? Looks the best. There we go. P20, P6, sorry. Kevin Magnuson. Car 20, yep. Car, <laughs> car 20, thank you. That's what confused me. Totally is what confused me. I hear you. Uh, Kevin Magnuson and the Haas, which, like, you know, good for him, but we know that he has the potential to crash out, which means Max Verstappen <laughs> might get into P10 after all. Um but still good. I'm happy. I'm I'm glad that they're finding some pace there together. They're figuring those teams. They were launched well. I'm happy. I did notice we were watching the highlights together yep. that the Haas cars weren't launched the first this time, which I've always said. Maybe they shouldn't launch them right off the bat. They should be lower in the queue and get the slipstreams. Mm. And they're oh, you mean at, going what out, happened. Leaving the pit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And looks what and Yeah, K Mag. I mean, P6, uh, that's tremendous, really. Just not that far off of Hamilton's time. And ahead of Alonso, I mean, who wouldn't be happy with that, right? Alonso and Hamilton, those are multiple, multiple world champions yeah. driving in very, very big budget teams. Yep. And we have little old Haas and K-Mag um, coming in in P6 and splitting them. So I think he'll be happy with that. The little Ameri- the little Yankees that could. Yeah, you know? I think I can. I think I, I can. can. I think I can. Dream it and um, it. That's right. We'll see, though. You know, the they give out the points on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, we've seen this a lot where teams might qualify well over a single lap. They have the pace, but to go however many laps they do in Singapore, I forget. I don't know. Was it 50-ish? Probably most mm-hmm. races or kind Something of around like 50. Uh, to do the race distance, we'll wait and see. I Honestly, I'm not optimistic, but again, we'll find out. Time will yep. tell. Who knows? Uh, let's see. 62. 62. Is, is, right. the typical... is that this year's? Because... This year's might be different, right? Because they've changed it, it, the distance of the track, the circuit. On, um, yeah. On, so if last year was sixty-two, this year might be more. No, it says it says on the this this race calendar, circuit race length sixty-two laps or a runtime of two and a half hours. Of course, comes yeah. first. So distance hmm. three three point three hundred six meters. That doesn't make any sense. That's three three hundred six kilometers, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, point is, point is. 62 laps. Okay. Is what's it's uh so over sick. 62 laps I don't have much confidence that the Haas the Haas car can maintain that position but uh, I, I kind of hope I'm wrong to be honest but we'll find out. Yeah, and especially with like pit stops coming in and strategy there, who knows what will happen with that jumbled up there. But I would like it to. I would like at least one of them to stay in in the top 10. Bring back refueling. Ah, uh, yes. You know, okay, because the, ne- <laughs> the next one is P5 with yep. Lewis, Lewis Hamilton in P5 for the 131.48. So bring back refueling because, yes, I've been rewatching 2008. Refueling's great. I like it. I, I like it because you, you, force, you force them to have at least two pit stops because you have a, the tire change and a refueling change. You have to have mm-hmm. – both of them have to happen in a race. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall that, but yeah. if you're watching it, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you always have to at least refuel once. Mm-hmm. But you can refuel – the fact that you can refuel multiple times. Yeah. There was one race I watched where, where McLaren uh, 
low-fueled Lewis. Mm-hmm. So the, the whole idea was that they'd, he'd come in and have quick jets of yep. fuel, quick yep. jets of fuel, and it's nuts. They're, they're, they stop there. They 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 pit. The motion, the, the, the standstill is only five seconds. Is the, av- the average is three to five seconds, and they drop like... 40 liters of fuel yeah. in in a span of this length. And depending on how long, so then sometimes it takes 10 seconds for they add a lot of fuel. But that's still nuts. Yeah. And the yeah. average, like, like how much liters that, that pump well, could put it's, in. It was it's like, pressurized, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and it was, it was at some point, nuts. I think it was not regulated, like back in the day. So the teams, you could pump the fuel as fast as you could design a system to pump the fuel, which, which led to a lot of fires and overspray yeah. and danger. Joseph Verstappen, yeah. His, uh, so historically, yeah. But anyway, so 2008, I say if we can find bring a way, bring back refueling. Yeah, sustainable fuels. Yeah, it's fun. Lean into the ICE it, more. It just gives. It, it adds an extra element of strategy to the race. Yeah, because yeah. some teams fuel heavy, yep. and that's when they do the tire change up, yep. or they fuel very low, and then they don't, do, and they do multiple stops. And it also adds an extra element of error. You yeah. know, there's a chance that they mess it up, and that will also. So it just. It, I I get the safety aspect of it. I guess I also get the environmental aspect of it. It's not that the cars are burning any less fuel now that they're not refueling, but uh, I guess there's, you know, the spillage and everything else. So I do see the reasons why they went away from it. However, I wish they could bring it back. Yeah, I think I think if they were, if let's, it's one of those things where if they were to decide bring it back, they would find a way to do it. Sure, of course. Green, it's F1. Right? They can fix anything. Yeah. So anyway, Lewis Hamilton P5, which like, okay, happy. Happy to have the Mercedes uh, up there. Yeah, myself again as a Mercedes fan. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you look at his teammate when we get to Russell eventually, uh, would Hamilton be happy in P5? I don't know. Oh, probably not. Definitely. Not. I think I his radio. He was surprised that he was that far back off of Russell. Yeah. 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 Because he yeah one thirty one point four eight almost a half a second almost a half a second yeah. back. I don't, I don't think yeah like you said there above him Lando Norris with a McLaren and his McLaren driving a Mercedes engine. 131.270 so like you know a good a good like a good chunk yeah the car's fast they've done a lot of work on the car he is starting maybe to show um with more consistency why he's in that seat and he's been there now for several years um everyone says he's fast i've not seen enough consistency from him, but we're starting to see it now, I suppose. Yeah. I also haven't seen enough consistency from the car. Right. To make You're it right. Fast, yeah. Right? Or the team for that yeah. matter. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. all, it just, if it's not one thing, it's another with McLaren over the last several years. Yeah. yeah. I would like to see 24, 25, them, or like specifically 24 mm. with him and Piastri really hum, hum together. Yeah. I think there's the potential of they're on this traje- trajectory yep. now. Yep. As it happens, I suspect though I I still am saying Piastri goes to Mercedes if if or Russell I think mm. Piastri I think out of all the for rookies, whose seat I don't know um, it'd be interesting because <laughs> Hamilton just resigned yeah and so did George so yeah I'm saying like after 25 oh right? after 25 so 26 if mm. one of them leaves it goes on to another mm. I I see out of all of them though I think I see Piastri leaving McLaren before Norris but I also think that like. I also the uh, the third production of it of it all would be if let's say the McLaren team starts to hum really well twenty four twenty five, mm-hmm. I think we start to see some Piastri versus Norris action. Yeah, yeah, and sure. Those two really jockeying for each other, and Zach Brown has to choose which of his golden boys he keeps. Mm. Perhaps. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a very father. Which one of the, which one of the sons is the favorite? Yeah. Game. I'm gonna so, go Piastri. I would say. Yeah, I, I think. Would, I'd say yeah. it depends. It depends. If, it, it depends if Lando Norris starts 
P getting more P2s or wins races. Yeah, which again I think speaks to the consistency and I I do agree a lot of that's on the car but but even himself yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. But can we agree though that this Singapore livery mm-hmm. one of the best ones they've done? Stealth. They're stealth. calling it the stealth, the stealth livery. livery. Uh for this season certainly on the McLaren, yes. Uh, historically, meh. No, not, they've had not, some great liveries yeah. at McLaren, but this season, absolutely, yeah, yeah. sure. I there is a F one did a post on their their Instagram, and my com I, my comment was like, I don't. It's not that we want three good ones; we just want one of them to stay. Right. It's just that's all we want. We right, don't need right. three. We yeah. just need the one. <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, I I, I not, like a bit of a shake up in the livery, to be honest. But um, oh, so I think like so do I. But I, I just I find it annoying that when the shake up liveries are so much nicer than mm. their regular ones. Oh, I see ones, what you're saying. It's kind of yeah. like just. But I think that's choose. the point. Isn't it? You, you, when you bring a, a special livery, you want it to be special. Yeah, but like you look at the Mercedes, the Red Bull Mercedes, the the Red Bull one they had in Miami, and like yeah, it was not that special. No, you're right. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like Good point. special liveries, are special liveries. Good point. But um, yeah, that's the kind of thing. All right, so yeah. Norris P four. Uh, I think that's where he's going to finish. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think much better than P four either. Yeah, I think the car is legitimately fast. I think it will have good race pace. Uh, but I don't think he's going to get on the podium, barring um, someone in the top, you know, the top three not finishing. Uh, I think that's where he's going to finish. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Charles Leclerc, though, P3, as we talked about. Yes. Um, like, I don't I don't think we want to get another song. I don't think we want to get a sing <laughs> song, a, a sin song. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, if we do, I'm not going to He's upset. close. I mean, he's not he's not far off of uh, Russell, but I think Russell was a, a surprise. Uh, but he's he's well not not well behind his teammate, but he's you know a few tenths off his teammate. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be, but that could be great though because we know Charles Leclerc seems to race harder against his teammate than he does. <laughs> yes, we we certainly <laughs> saw that in Monza. <laughs> so. um, and I wonder too, like Leclerc, as we talked about set pole uh, so many times before in Singapore. Uh, I wonder if he was caught out at all by the changes to the uh, the circuit, the configuration. Yeah, and so on that though, I want to talk about this. So on that, apparent apparently, uh, the circuit changes were considered last minute. Hmm. Uh, teams were blocking last minute DRS change in Singapore, and they so the circuit changes were only done this like, like this week. They uh, and I guess it was talked about okay. for the time, like on the beginning of the, of the season, they were like, "This is something we're going to talk about." Has not con- been confirmed, and all the and meetings that we'll talk about it. But I guess that like the track layout was last minutely changed before the race. So from what I have found, anything anytime that an F one article or info says last minute change, it really just means within the last two weeks. Okay. The span of the span of the last race to this race. So I, I don't know where where it goes. Well, I mean, that's sort of my point. So of course F one drivers are by definition, I think some of the best, if not the best, open wheel racers in the world. But I do find often, also, I often also find, uh, maybe apart from Alonso, many of them do not handle change that well. Yeah. Because in this modern era with so much simulator, uh, simulator testing, because there is no on-track testing or very little on-track testing, I find that when things are different, be it the weather, uh, be it the wind, or be it a last-minute change to the configuration, they don't maybe necessarily adapt very well to that. Yeah. And I wonder if that was the case with Charles. Yeah. Pure speculation, but... Again, 
That's not um, a bad one. On That's... the bright side, the the Ferrari looks quick again. That's encouraging. And apparently, I think the report on, I looked up here now on uh, motorsport.com is apparently they weren't necessarily... Some drivers believe that they weren't running it at full power. Wow. For at least, for at least practice in FB in FB2 and FB3. Okay. Um FB1 they so Ferrari, they have a, a Ferrari straight up said they weren't doing it. A little yeah. left in the tank. Yeah, Ferrari straight up said FB1 they weren't running it at full power for testing something. FP2 is speculated that they weren't running it in FP3. Um who knows what happens there and then um post qualifying they're saying like yeah, I think that it still doesn't sound as powerful as mm. it normally would. But Encouraging Again, for the race. Speculation. Yeah. Encouraging for the race because I, I, I really hope that our pole sitter, when we get to him eventually, uh, wins again. Yeah. I'd I love w- to see that. I would love him to see... I would love to see Although that. I wouldn't be too upset if the P2 starter wins George, either. That'd George be interesting. Russell? Yeah. George, so, speaking of P2, George Russell, do we have to go through George? Yeah, we did talk about George Russell. Uh, the hustle did, from Russell. The hustle we, from Russell? Yeah, he, um, 131.056, 131.056, just ahead of uh, Leclerc. Um, who has a 131.063. Yep. Ooh, look at this. Seven tenths. Ooh, look mm-hmm. at this. Oh, it's a magic Gaza. <laughs> Singapore. Yeah, I was trying to think what, what yeah, <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> What's the alliteration there Singapore for Singapore? Singapore supremacy. That sounds like a bad. No, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Russell. Uh, I don't know if that was a bit of a surprise to me mm-hmm, to see him come mm-hmm. out of not nowhere, but based on what, on what Hamilton was doing. But Russell did seem to be able to push that car a little harder, which is interesting. Yeah. And he got the results. So P two somewhere out there, Peter uh, Windsor is rolling in his in his bed like, oh, Russell doing well. Get rid mm. of him. Somewhere out there, he's he's upset. Windsor doesn't like Russell. No, he does not. Really <laughs> interesting. Not, I don't think he hates Russell. I I just think that he um, I think he's just a Lewis guy. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, who knows? But if you want, in a few seconds, I have George Russell's uh, post. Race. Well, if you have, do you have it queued up right now? I have it queued up right now. Let's have a listen. So let's have a listen here. Felt really confident and comfortable in the car this weekend, and that's such a great feeling on when you're when you're on a street circuit. So P2, so close to P1. Um, excited for tomorrow. How have you done it? Like, why are you guys so quick? And can you win tomorrow? <laughs> oh, we can definitely win tomorrow. I think the team are putting so much hard work in. We're making good gains. We know Ferrari are always quick in uh, in qualifying, especially on street tracks with a with a C5 tire. Obviously, Red Bull are the 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 odd ones out. You know, it's uh, strange to see why they're so far off the pace. But nevertheless, you know. Um, even on a, on a normal weekend, would have been top three and in a great place to fight for for a good podium. Now, fighting for victory. I'm uh, very surprised. Oh, uh, I definitely no, did not expect to, um, for us to be so competitive, uh, first and third. So a, a good result for the team. Now we need to confirm that tomorrow. Though. From what you've learned so far this weekend mm. in those long runs on Friday, can you confirm that tomorrow? And how much of a threat are George and Mercedes going to be? Mercedes seems to be very strong on the high fuel runs. Having said that, I don't think we are far off, or if anything, we are the same. And on a track like this, it's quite difficult to overtake. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep positions. I can make one position at the start and then uh, finish one, two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is Charles Finish one, two. Ooh, but who is he putting in one there? That was interesting. I I, I don't know. I, that, I think that the, the Ferrari drivers are... I love that they're very competitive with each other, but yeah. I, I always seem to like that they 
are f- with each other. So sure. they're not like... Well, they're Ferrari drivers. Yeah, they recognize that, that they're in the same... Ferrari first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think I think that like both of them are kind of... This year, especially, I think they're a little bit more like, you know what, we'll race each other hard, but if it's going to cost one of them a win, no, we won't do that. But yeah. Who knows? I could be speculating too. I think, I think Charles is now trying to be more optimistic on himself to say, I'm just going to go for P2. Well, this is start. this is one of the reasons I said I'd like to see Science win again. Uh, not only would it be you know his third victory in F one, he won Monza, right? No, he came, he won Silverstone. Yeah, but who won last week in Monza? Um, Verstappen did. Oh yeah, of course he did. Oh, yeah, so the race. right. So I was thinking for some reason in my mind I had that science yeah. won Monza. Monza. My no. bad. No, he's so he I, came, I know his only victory was Silverstone. Yeah, of course he, last year. He, and he came, he came P three in Monza, right? To Leclerc's P two. No, no, nope. uh, man. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Well, nevertheless, my point really. being, uh, I I really and I I I come back to this several times on the show here on the F World. Uh, your take on. Science being the number one driver at Ferrari was brilliant when you said it weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And at the time, I kind of thought you're a little like off base on it. So I I just want to give you your kudos on that. And I think it's coming true. And I want to now that it is coming true, I want to see it continue to come true. And from the sort of tone and listening between the lines on Charles, even I think it's coming true. I think, I so think he knows next that Carlos year, is doing a great job this season, yeah. and they're going to support that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, last race, it was uh, Max Verstappen P1, Sergio yeah. Perez P2, Carlos Sainz P3, oh. Charles Leclerc P4. P4. Right, and they were challenging each other quite hard for that but, final but, but, podium position. Yes, yes, yes. Thank yeah. you. Which moves on to P1, Hilary, uh Carlos Sainz in P1. We, we only have a few more minutes before we wrap up here, uh, before... Uh, Jazz Blue's journey comes on here on Silver Radio One One Point Seven FM. But before that, Carlos Science P One with a one thirty point nine eight. I have the cue ready if you want to listen to his post driver, his post quality interview. Bring it. I expect it to be more competitive than in Sandboard, less competitive than in Monza. But in the end, we were actually same or even more competitive, no? Because that Q three lap was a very clean lap, was nothing. Um, crazy, but a very clean lap, and uh, and I managed to to do a P1 that uh, tastes really, really well. You've been mighty all weekend. What's the race pace looking like tomorrow? Can you win and can you hold off George? I think they have a bit of an advantage come race pace and come race day, like they've always had all season. But uh, we have track position. We have two cars in the top three, and uh, we have a strict track, street circuit to protect us a bit from the overtaking that we normally get in in the races. Uh, it's still going to be a fight with the heat, with the car, with the tires, but um, we have a great opportunity tomorrow, and now I'm going to focus on trying to nail it. Feeling great, to be honest. Yeah. The heat, the tires, and the lizards. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> lizards everywhere this year? Oh, my gosh. It's like um, in Baku, there was a cat. Are yeah. we talking about that? There's, there's often wildlife on the uh, circuit. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he's been putting strong. It's nice to see two back-to-back poles. Um, yeah. Great chance to I'd win. love to see him win it. I'd love to see him really spread his wings and and become the number one there at Ferrari. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see Ferrari continue to do well. I think when Ferrari does well, it's good for F1. Mm -hmm. Although I would like to see Aston Martin uh, take P3 in the constructors. Yeah, Um, Mercedes currently uh, is in P2. Uh, I don't think Ferrari could catch Mercedes for P2 in the constructors, but but maybe, but I don't think so. I think the real fight is between Aston Martin and Ferrari, but I think what we're seeing from Ferrari 
Uh, well, it's not going to be much of a fight. I think Ferrari's going to start to run away now with, with P3. Yeah. I mean, like, if Ferrari continues to have this good of a record, right. they can catch Mercedes. Yeah. I, would say, I would say it's, it's cause like, what, again, eight, like, this is the, there's eight left, this and seven more. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. They're not too far back, but, like, they would have to essentially be at the point where at least one of them is podium every race mm. and one of them is no low, lower than P5 every right, race. Right. Is that. I don't is know. Is that realistic? It, no, I don't think I don't so. Think it is. I think I think yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah. yeah. And like like cuz I think I think George and Lewis have gotten a handle of their Mercedes cars a bit more. I think Mercedes is known to have a good race pace yeah. on it when they yeah. especially when they get to lower fuels. So, I think that's the big problem is that they always get really strong at low fuels, low, low fuel and then they you just don't have enough time to get farther ahead. That might kill them mm-hmm. in a street race, but um yeah, I don't know. I don't think I still see Ferrari being big 3 at the end of the day. Uh, at, the, at, yeah. at the end of the competition. Sure. So At the end of the season, Ferrari, Constructor, P3. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. If Carlos wins in Singapore, I think I found my, uh, the alliteration that I would like to use. Okay. Carlos Sainz, of course, the smooth operator. So Singapore smoothness. Ooh. Singapore smoothness. Smooth. It's like a, it's like <laughs> a, like, um, uh, shaving commercial. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, shaving cream, like shaving icy foam. Co- icy cold. Of course, Singapore, well known for the uh, the cocktail, the Singapore Sling. Singapore Sling. There used to be a one. corner. Oh, they're fantastic. I oh love them. Uh, there used to be a corner on the Singapore circuit called the Singapore Sling. I don't know mm. if they still have it. But, you can uh, find out. Um, and but, and, and Singapore actually, ironically, is anything but a smooth track. I think <laughs> the curbs there. And, and, and if you, you can look at some of the footage from... The previous um, layouts, and they used the cars used to get air, like yeah. literally jumping over curbs and getting air, and then like going into the wall. And uh, yeah, Singapore is anything but smooth. But if Carlos wins, that's going to be my yeah. uh, next time on air. Singapore, Singapore smooth. smooth. I'm looking this up. Singapore sling. Um, well, you're of course, you have to put oh, F1 on that yeah. on the search because you're going to get a lot of cocktails. <laughs> I got a lot of I got a lot of drink recipes. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, here it is. Singapore thing. The first thing that comes up is the silly chicane. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's what's taken out. Yeah. That's what the thing was. They took out the Singapore sling. Yeah, that was uh, the turns. Okay. One of the turns. They well, took I'm out. gonna. I'll have one tonight in the honor of the removal of the Singapore sling chicane. I will have the Singapore sling drink tonight. There you go. Well, final final fact before we go though, I just want to say uh, you talked about Charles Leclerc taking uh, hopefully one of the long. Yep. Stuff. Another so Charles win. Leclerc mm-hmm. two. Charles Leclerc two pole positions. The most pole positions is tied with Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton for four. Most wins on the circuit is Sebastian Seb, Vettel yeah. with five. Yeah. So there we go. So lots of fun tomorrow at the race. It starts at five a.m. Pacific time on TSN or anything like that, or on demand F one to F one TV. We can watch it at any point. So I'm probably going to watch it at six or seven in the morning. So a little bit behind. So don't tweet at me anything <laughs> until I say I've finished watching the race. As always, thank you, listeners. You can uh, find us on Spotify on demand the F- at the F World Podcast or just the F World on Spotify. Quick Google search and we'll pop up there uh, on the app formerly known as Twitter, the F World underscore Pod, because Elon Musk does not like to does not like periods. Uh, Meta app, Instagram, the F World dot Pod, which is also the F World Pod at Gmail dot com is our email. Please reach out, and you can always always find the link to our Discord and chat with us. Send us memes topics for next yeah i'm episodes. i'm in there i'm i'm not that active well i try to be active but you know i'm old and i don't fully yeah, understand you're act- discord you're active really in our group chat There's yeah a lot of things you say is like, just send it just send it to the, <laughs> send it to the discord, <laughs> all right it's great. i'll do that yeah i'll but, do that uh yeah you can always follow us there and to as always to our homie in belgium thank you for listening to us here on the f world dot 
on the it's not home talk.com on the f world on civil radio.ca 101.7 fm and episode 92.3 fm across the fraser valley and in chilliwack where you're in racing